say today, I'm going to brag on Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, we got some visitors here today, and I can't mention all of you, but I see Brother Cody back here, and glad to, glad to see Cody today. Amen. And some others along the way. And thank you so much for being here in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and how good God is. Let's go to Genesis 1. Everybody has a Bible? If you don't know where that is, just it's page 1. If you don't have a Bible, just turn to page 1. You'll get it. I'm going to read one verse there. And then after I do that, I'm going to go to St. John chapter 1. And we'll go to page 1 in St. John as well. All right? I think everybody's going to be able to find it. And if you can't, and if you don't have it on your electronic device, it should be right above me on the screen. Is it up there yet? Mighty good. Thank you. Back in the booth, sister, daughter-in-law, amen, sister Janetta. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Everybody see that? Now, right here, I'm not going further in reading, but I'm going to give you three short words that are mentioned in the next verses. Number one, God. Number two, Spirit. And number three, Word. Everybody say these words with me. God, Spirit, and Word. I don't know if you understand that or not, but we just confess that there's a Holy Trinity. We just confess the Godhead inaccuracy there. We just told the world that there are three that bear record in heaven, and these three are one. And we have God, the Spirit, and the Word. And, and, uh, and if you don't believe that, you might ought to start pretty quick. You ought to jump on top of that real quick and start believing that, because that is the Word of God. Now, the next scripture that I want to read today is St. John 1. And that's obviously Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament. And if you don't know where the book of John is, you can go to Luke and turn right. It's just one page over. And in John 1 and 1, I want everybody to get a, a, a powerful thought right here. And I think this will be above me now. And it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You know what you just did? You confess the Holy Trinity again. Amen. Shout amen to that. Amen. Praise God. So, that, that's what we're going to do today. We're going we're gonna to give God some glory. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the next few minutes praising Jesus. I want to start by telling you that I am a, I'm a shade scratchy, but uh, I have uh, uh, I got some of these little deals here from Melissa. Uh, right here that I could put in my mouth and and help me, but I, I can't do it when I'm preaching because I know a preacher that was young one time and he put a cert-like thing in his mouth and preached and he knew when to quit preaching and and that was when it, it melted away and it was all gone, so he knew that was time to stop. And, and I may want to go longer than that. Uh, and then that same kid, after somebody told him he shouldn't do that, he said, I'm going to keep doing it. So one Sunday he did it again, and he preached about an hour and 20 minutes. And somebody said, what happened? And he said, I opened my mouth and spit to see what, was, what I put in my mouth, and it was a button. <laughs> so, 
Anybody? Are you with me now? So I, I, I don't have a cert or a button, either one. I'm not going. I'm not going to start stop start preaching until you quit laughing. Laugh for one more time. I like that. I love that joy. I love that joy. The hinges of human history are turned on the lordship of Jesus Christ. Rivers of civilization in this world have made new courses because of the courage of men who believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. The question comes up to the modern mind, is this topic relevant? Everybody wants relevancy now. What is in it for us in our kind of a day? Well, it's relevant today for you if you're lost and don't know Christ, because the Bible said, Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved. It's relevant for our nation because the Bible says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. It's relevant for our city. For the Bible says, Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. And it's relevant for the municipality that we have Because it says, if the Lord does not keep the city or the nation, the watchman waketh but in vain. So if you're lost or saved or a nation or municipality or city, the Lordship and Jesus Christ are a very relevant topic for us to speak on today, especially at the closing of the old year and the beginning of the new. Now, there are four classes of people this morning that can be described by their relationship to Jesus Christ. Here they are. If you're a note taker, you might grab them. Number one, there's a crowd in the world that does not call Him Lord, and they do not what He says. They're lost. The Bible refers to them as a sinner. The next class of people that refer to the Lord is those that call Him Lord, but then they don't do what He says. And that's called a hypocrite. Because they call Him Master, but they do not follow Him. There's another class of people that relate to the Lord, and that is the group that calls Him Lord. And then, while they call Him Lord, they do what He says. And that's a Christian who calls Him Lord and obeys Him. And then there's one more crowd out there, and that's a crowd that doesn't call Him Lord, but they live like He is the Lord, and they're good moral people, but they're still lost. How many of you pick up this? could Could I see your hand if you got it already? All right? So having said that, let's talk about Paul for a minute. He was that guy that walked all over the pagan world, and he turned houses into chapels and street corners into pulpits. Everywhere he went, he proclaimed the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. If you read his words, you'll find out that he went even to Caesar's household, and he preached there and disturbed the people that were there in Caesar's house. 
he was the guy that stirred up a, an eagle's nest and sent those eagles screaming across the Roman skies. And he disturbed everybody around. And he wrote letters while he was sitting in jail uh, and conquered the world by writing letters and telling people about the Lord. And, and, and it was a powerful thing that, that Paul did. And he makes a statement in Philippians in chapter 2, and he said that every knee will bow and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Is the name of Jesus a worthy name today? I think we need to start speaking on it again. I think we ought to start talking on it again. I think we ought to put it back on our bumper stickers again. I think we ought to put it on our signs at our house again. I think we ought to have it somewhere around us, letting everybody know. If you decorate your yard and you put old St. Nicholas out there, don't forget to put Jesus out there. Shout hallelujah. I'm preaching better than you saying amen right now. Y'all might catch up with me in about an hour. Hallelujah. I want you to know this now. Jesus is the King and the authority and the power of God Almighty. And He is connected to you in every way. If you don't believe the gospel is powerful, let me go back to Paul for a brief moment. I promise it will be brief. He was in a jail. And he wrote a letter uh, to the people uh, in Philippi. And I, I just want to say this because I think it's so unusual. And some of you may have missed this. I hope you haven't. But if you do, I think you'll enjoy this. He, uh, he wrote a letter in one of the greatest churches in the New Testament was the Philippian church. It was one of the greatest churches in the New Testament. And how was it founded? By gray-bearded elders and Sanhedrin members and scholars and unique people and uh, great rich people? No, no, that's not the church of Philippi. Not at all. Because Paul was in jail. He, the Holy Ghost came and the power of God fell. The angel shook the, the jail loose and they got out of jail. And, and they started a church in Philippi Listen to this, by a young girl who was a demon-possessed girl running around screaming, This is Paul! He has power! And, and wanting to show the next person they started that church with, listen to this, <laughs> was a suicidal jailer. When Paul got out of jail, he said, Where's my sword? i got to kill myself. And the next thing he built the church out of was a woman that was a women's liver who was out selling purple and fine linen when most women weren't in those days. And God took three people that were not likely to build a church, a suicidal jailer, a demon-possessed girl, and a women's liver, and built one of the best churches in New Testament times. Can anybody praise God for that? If you think God can build a church, God can do it. Look what we have here today. And we have people that have sinned or failed God. We have other people that have been raised in righteousness. And guess what we have? We have the Lordship of Jesus Christ in this house because God brought us together. And it's time to lift up and praise the name of Jesus, our Savior. Everybody give Jesus a good hand of praise as we magnify His name. The name of the Lord is not to be taken lightly or conventionally or glibly. It should be taken with godly fear and reverence. When we see the Word in the Bible, 
It's a powerful word because it means self-existent in Hebrew. Yahweh. It means a self-existent one. Do you understand that we can see the word? Because the Bible says it's important, but not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, is going to be privileged to enter in just because they said it. Is that what he said? Just because you walk around saying, Oh, Lord, and Lord, and Lord, doesn't mean you're saved. There's a plan of salvation in the Bible. You just don't say, Hey, Lord, hi. You repent and live for the Lord and walk with Him. The Greek Orthodox in the early days will not pronounce the name of God, Jehovah, Yahweh. But when they read it in the Scripture, they would say, The Lord, because of His high and holy rank. It's a mark of respect. And who in the world is respecting Jesus Christ anymore? Your political party? Probably not. Amen? Uh, society? The institutions of higher inst- education? No. Harvard? Come on, coward. Say amen. Say no. Amen. No. Yale? No. Amen. If we don't look out, every institution of higher learning is going to drag and push and pull and gouge and claw and carry on until the name of Jesus is never going to be implanted in the lives of any young people. And that's the reason I believe that God and you own your kids and not the United States government. You missed a good place to clap your hands right then. Amen. I'm going to wait till you do it. I promise. I'm going to wait. The government does not own us. God does. Amen. Christ represents what God did to redeem you. Lord represents what you do because He has uh, He has brought you under His headship. We ought to call Him Father and be obedient sons and daughters. We ought to call Him Master and be obedient servants, because in Him we live and move and have our being. In order to call Him Prince of Peace, you have to realize that He is the Prince of Peace. You have to crown Him in your own heart. I can't crown Him for you. The church can't crown Him for you. We crown Him in our own heart and live in the anointing of the Spirit of God. The word Lord also means authority and power. You see, Jesus spake unto them and said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And do you understand when he said that? He's saying that all authority is his. What would you do in this world today if you had to be the only power in the world? We would be in bad trouble. Would you agree with that? Do you know that God does not have to... (laughs) He does not have to uh, write his name anywhere... Uh, to make sure that you understand that He's God. He's just God. He, he was God, and He is God, and He will be God. S.M. Lockridge, my favorite preacher in the world, said He was, He is. He is, He is. And He always will be, He is. Amen. And when you talk to S.M. Lockridge about it, he said people tell him, well, Brother Lockridge, you put it in, in, the, in the wrong tense with, with the words. You know, he, there's no such thing as was, is, 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 and shall be, is. He says when it comes to God, He just is. And the word Lord means ownership. 
And the Bible says the earth is the Lord's. He founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. He is owner. He did not write his signature in last evening's sunset to prove he owns the world, but he, he owns it. He did not write uh, his name in the laundry mark of a meadow somewhere so you would know that God owns the green grass in the meadow, but he owns it. He did not carve his name and initials in the mountainsides in the Rocky Mountains to convince you that he owns it, but he made them. He was the one that put the brand on the cattle of a thousand hills. Amen? He is the owner. There are no copyrights on the song that he gave the birds to sing. He's the owner. Hallelujah! God is greater than we act like sometimes. We show up in church, DOA, dead on arrival, wishing we could get out to see the cowboys, wishing we could get out to go do this, go do that, or go do something else. My Lord, when the Holy Ghost is real, let's let the Holy Ghost be real. Let's walk into the power of God. He is because He is. And you know what's been going on for 6,000 years? The world has tried to discount Him and disqualify Him, but nobody has succeeded. The communists haven't. The, the Buddhists haven't. The Islamics haven't. Hallelujah. Say amen. Uh, the Hindus haven't. Nobody's discounted God. He's still Jehovah Chara. He's still Master. He's still Mighty. He's still the Savior. He's still the Healer. He's still whatever you got to have today. That is our God. And I worship His high and holy name. Let's shout, Jesus is Lord. Amen. You see, he stepped back into the archives of eternity. Forgive my bluntness and my English. That's where you ain't been yet. You don't know anything about the archives of eternity. Somebody said, I know. Yeah, I know. I know as much as you do. In the beginning. That's all. In the beginning. <laughs> He rolled out the blueprint for the foundation of the universe. Not the world. The universe. He hissed it on nothing. He fastened it with His Word. He made the sun as a spark from the brilliance of His own face. He made the wind from His breath and gave them the headquarters in the four corners of the earth. Has your weatherman ever said, the wind will be out of the north? Has your weatherman ever said the wind will be from the southeast? You know why it came from there? Because God made the north and the southeast. You know why he said that? Because God made it all. It all hinges back to one thing. Let's brag on Jesus again. You see, he made uh, the great almighty God, made the stars. I can see him. This is Gary here. Okay, it's not... Not you, it's just me. I, I can see him as he just puts out his hand and shoots the stars like a 50 billion skyrockets against the bosom of the black sky and says, burn, and they all illuminate with light. I can see him as he, <laughs> as he puffs out fleecy white clouds against the bosom of the blue. I can see him put the moon in the sky. And we tell our kids crazy stories about the moon, about the man in the moon. And the moon is made out of green cheese. And then the astronauts went up there and they picked up rocks off of the, 
off of the moon surface. And then uh, somebody said, I don't believe in gravity because, uh, because, uh, because those guys had rocks laying all over up there and they picked them up and the rocks didn't float away. <laughs> and, and, and so uh, the world has some answers that, that we don't have answers to. Uh, and, and some of their answers are wrong. He dug deep gorges and it was God who drug His finger across Arizona and made a thing called Grand Canyon. It was God who was there uh, when the moon and stars leaned on His arm. It was God who made creeping and crawling creatures that began to move. It was God that spoke and the heavens began to weep rain and the seas ran full. It was God that made the animals nibble on the wet green grass. It was God who put this thing together. One more time, may our schools, may our universities, may our churches, may our Bible studies get back to one thing. In the beginning, God did this. It's still about God. It's not the world. It's not the government. It's not the war in Israel. It's God Almighty who's alive and real and rich right now. Would you praise God with me out loud? Would you say He is still God Almighty? Amen. If you're liking that, shout hallelujah. The next thing the word Lord means is maker. He made the universe. He made it better than we could make it. Do you understand that He made it without a defect in design and no flaw in the finish? He made it. And I'm telling you that there not is a grain of grit in the mechanism. He spun it. And it's been spinning ever since. He spoke it. And it's been said ever since. Somebody said, Preacher, that's just way too elementary. I just can't believe all that stuff. Just hang on, honey. Deny it all. There's a day coming at the end that you're going to be there. You can't miss it. Everybody in the world has ever been born is going to be there. And you'll look this God face to face, eyeball to eyeball, nose to nose, and you'll give an account. And if you believe what He said, you'll make it. And if you don't, you won't. When I look at our world today, we have, we have taken God so far down the scale. You see, uh, uh, he, he made it without a tremor in the movement. There's strong wind out there that He can blow, and, and it never changes, and God's power is real. Well, when you understand what God's done, He directs everything to a detail. God's a detailer. He directs the seasons down to sunbeams and snowflakes. You agree? I mean, sunbeams and snowflakes. A sunbeam can get hot, and a snowflake can be very fragile. And somebody said, well, a snowflake is so fragile. What God have to do with that? I don't know. Put enough of them together, and they'll shut down DFW Airport. They'll shut down the freeway that you're going to drive a homeowner to the, on vacation. He directs the temperature down to a tiny degree. He directs the harvest down to one grain of wheat. He directs every year down to a split second. Tonight, somewhere around midnight, it'll be one of those seconds when God spends it to another year. Hey, we got to come on, church. We're talking about God today. Do you understand that He directs the world even down to a molecule? He supplies every vitamin for your body. 
every brain cell for your mind. He supplies every light ray for your soul. And you can't live without Him, and you can't outlive Him. Hallelujah. He's God. Somebody say, man. <laughs> Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. Would you say hallelujah? He came down the stairway of heaven about 2,000 years ago. Born in little Bethlehem. We covered that for the past month here, didn't we? He was brought up in Nazareth. He was baptized in the Jordan. He was tempted in the wilderness. He performed miracles on roadsides and healed multitudes without medicine and never handed them a bill for the, for the medicine. I wasn't that lucky last week. <coughs> I wasn't that fortunate. You see, uh, you, you know, the, the beauty of this is that he conquered everything. He conquered everything. There's nothing that he did not conquer. He even went out on Calvary and took dark forces of hell and went to battle with them and then went down into a cemetery. And Joseph of Arimathea said, Hey, guys, put him in my tomb. And somebody probably said, Joseph, why would you want another man in your tomb? And Joseph probably said, Because I know he's not going to be dead long. Y'all keep missing it. Come on, church, and shout amen. He was in the tomb, but he's not there now. You know what happened when he was in the grave? He cleaned it out and made it a good place to wait for the resurrection. And then on schedule time on Sunday morning, somewhere before sunrise that morning, he got up out of the grave <laughs> with power and omnipotence. And men have been trying to take that power away from him ever since. You know that? They've been trying to take that power away from, from him ever since. They've tried to wait, thinking maybe one time his power is going to fail. But you can't destroy him. Would you look at me? You can't destroy him. What will you use for power if you try to destroy him? All power is his. If you put him in fire, guess what he does? He refuses to burn. If you put him in water, guess what he does? He walks on water. If you put him in a storm, what does he do? He will stand up in the middle and put his hand out and say, Peace, be still. If you put him and try to put him under the seal of the Roman Empire, he'll break the seal. If you put him in a grave, he'll get up out of it. Amen. If you put him away from your heart and run him away, guess what's going to happen? This is going to happen. He's going to be hearing... You, in your, in your groaning, and in your failure, and in your repeated sin, and in your degradation, and all those things that are ruining your life. And He'll hear you moaning in that, and He'll say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man opens, I'll open that door, and I'll come in and sup with him. Ladies and gentlemen, He is time's choice theme. He's light's clearest ray. He's purity's strongest card. He's the lightest thing that ever came to this world because He's blinding in beauty. He is, he is Lord. He's Master. He's honey to the taste. He's harmony to the ear. He's help to the soul. He's hope for the heart. He's life for the dead. Hallelujah. He's resurrection power. A soon coming King in the clouds of glory. Let's brag on Jesus again. 
Let's brag on the Lord again. Let's magnify His name again and not be ashamed to tell the world that He is our Savior, our Master, and our soon-coming King. And everybody shout, Amen. The Lord God omnipotent reigns. You don't have to worry. There's going to come a time when every knee will bow. Yours and mine. Not me. Oh, yeah, you, honey. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> and me. Every knee will bow. Listen to this. In the name of Jesus and to the name of Jesus. I'm going to do something today. I'm going to confess Him now. I'm not going to confess Him later. I'm confessing Him now. I'm going to start, I'm going to start afresh impressing the world with Jesus' name. I love to call Him Lord because the Bible said He's the light of my salvation. It said He's the strength of my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want for anything. That's the modern translation. I shall not want. I shall not want for anything. I'm not going to want for rest because He makes me to lie down in the green pasture. I'm not going to want for refreshment because He'll lead me beside a steel brook. I'm not going to want for forgiveness because He restores my soul. I'm not going to want for companionship because when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for He is there. I'm not going to want for comfort because the rod and staff he has are my comfort. I'm not going to worry about sustenance because he'll prepare a table in front of me in the presence of my enemies. I'm not going to ask for joy because I've already got it. My cup is running over. I'm going to be like David. I'm not going to ask for anything in this life. And the reason is <laughs> because he said, The Lord will be my goodness and mercy all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Somebody understand this right now. Jesus is still Lord. Jesus is still the Master. Touch somebody near you and say, Jesus is Lord. Tell them out loud. He's coming soon. Amen. I, I, I've got to hurry to an end here. Uh, Jesus is my shepherd. Is He yours? I'm needing one right now. How about you? You see, you can crown Him King in your heart right now if you want to. I want to tell everybody here, if you desire life, and I know you do, you can't reject Him. You can't reject Him if you want life. If you crave joy, you can't turn Him down. Don't refuse Him. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. If you're looking for real love, you can't turn that down because God is love. Somebody say out loud, preacher's bragging on Jesus right now. Is that right? I'm here because of Jesus. I'm saved because of Jesus. I'm going to heaven because of Jesus. We have life eternal because of Jesus. I have joy because of Jesus. Amen. I'm, I'm so happy today. I feel like my feet got saved and I want to dance a little bit before the Lord. If you want peace, you cannot exclude Him. If you demand truth, you must not ignore Him. If you need power, 
You must not forsake Him. If you long for rest, you must not turn away from Him because He's every bit of that. You'll never be able to say on the last Sunday of 2023, somebody didn't brag on Jesus. Amen. He is alive today. Can I help you with this? Jesus is the head of the church. Would you look at me? I want you to fasten your eyeballs on me. The church is your only ship of safety in this world. In the Bible, the church is a uh, is a, is a, the, the, a boat is a type. A ship is a type of the church. So, I said, well, how do you know that? Because uh, I, I have a Bible. I have a Bible. That's the, way, that's the reason I know it. Because when Paul was on that ship and the storm was bad, it was raging, and Paul said to the men, Don't sail! Don't do it! They said, He's not a mariner. He's an old apostolic preacher. Don't pay any mind to him. He don't have any sense. He's not in the upper... Escalon of the world. He, he, he's not one of us. All he does is ride around on a mule and sail on boats and go tell everybody about a man from Nazareth named Jesus. Ignore him! And you know what Paul said? He said, don't sail, boys, I'm telling you. They got in the storm, and the Bible said there was a soft south wind blowing. And they all thought, yeah, that old preacher didn't know a thing. Dumb old bird trying to make me live holy, trying to make me be a holy roller, and all that kind of stuff that people sling around at you nowadays. And Oh, I'm glad I'm above that stuff now. That's the spirit of the world out there talking to church. You listen to me. And man, when that storm hit, the Bible called it a Eurocladen. I did a study on it. It's a storm from the northeast. And it blew that ship to pieces, and an angel of God got on the deck of the boat and Paul looked at the angel, and the Lord said, Don't fear. You tell everybody on this ship, don't leave this boat. It's the ship of Zion. Hallelujah. It's going to make it no matter what. And everybody here will be saved no matter what. Get on board. Hallelujah. And ladies and gentlemen, understand this. Man, when that ship was ripped apart in the seas, everybody grabbed a board and they paddled to the land, and everybody lived, and nobody died. If you don't believe me yet, go to Genesis. And there was an ark that God told Noah to build, and that ark said that ark was just a symbol of what God built as a church in the 21st century. And when the winds came, and the floods came, and the water rises. Guess what lived? Everything on the boat. Come on and say amen. If you're going to go to heaven, get on, get on board the holy boat. Get on the board the holy boat. Stand on the ship and God will make you make it all the way. I've got news for you this morning. I'm full of zeal. I'm full of vinegar. I'm full of joy. I'm full of power. I feel so full of the glory of God right now. And if a mosquito bit me, he'd fly away singing power in the blood. Hallelujah. I'm trying to tell you right now that Jesus is Lord. And the church is not sick, dead, or dying. There's a God Almighty in heaven. And 
people are being saved around the world. There's a church right now that'll be here when you're dead and gone. There's a Bible that'll be here to preach your funeral. There's a Word that'll stand forever. And when the world is gone and is perished with fire, at the end there'll be a great white throne judgment and the lost will be damned to an eternal hell. But we that are righteous and washed in the blood shall enter the glories of God Almighty throughout eternity. I'm going to go wherever street in front of my house is a golden street. I'm going where my doorknob is a diamond. I'm going where my sapphire door seal is real. Y'all are hearing me this morning. Somebody say amen. I'm going to go where the joy is real. I'm going to go wherever meal I eat is a banquet. Hallelujah. And the tree of life brings healing throughout eternity. I've got good news for you. A long time ago when there was a prophecy that said, He shall bruise the head of the serpent, and the serpent will bite his heel. That was a prophecy that someday the Son of God would be on the cross. And the serpent, Satan, would rise up and grab him on the heel and bite him. And Jesus cried with a loud noise. And he said, listen to this. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And suddenly his, the spirit left him. And he crushed the head of that serpent. And the devil is a defeated enemy. And your marriage can survive. And your finances can survive. And your church can survive. And your body can survive. And your good mental health can survive. And your kids can survive. And the Lord will survive. We have Jesus, our Savior, our Master, our Mighty One. Why don't you get on board the ship and sail to heaven with us for the power and the glory of the living God who will never be erased from history. Somebody shout hallelujah. I wish somebody just get on your feet and give God a big old hand clap because He's worthy to be praised right now. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised right now. Woo! Do it one more time. Just do it one more time. Hallelujah. If you'll be patient with me and stay on your feet, I want to read one paragraph. Just be patient. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus is the head of all the heroes. I don't have one hero in the National Football League. Hmm? I don't. I don't have one hero. Uh, excuse me. Hero. In the NBA. There's a bunch of them I like. Don't have a hero. I don't have one hero in Washington, D.C. I don't have one hero in the political party. Jesus is the leader of the legislators. He's the Jim from the glory land. He's the captain of those who conquer. He's a governor of those who govern. He's the overseer of the overcomer. He's the master of the mighty. He precedes all others in priority. And He succeeds all others in finality. Jesus is Lord. Ha, 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 ha. 
Jesus is Lord. Male, female, young, old, Dan Curry, tired like me and you, <laughs> been through it, hell fought you, sin tried to destroy you, the devil tried to take your life, your family, your income, and your kids. Is anybody hearing me? Every bit of that is bundled up under one word. I see a crimson stream of blood that flows from Calvary. Its waves which reach the throne of God are pouring over me. Amen. He is Lord. If you have heard from God today through the music, the singing, and the preaching, if you have heard anything from God today, please shout, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. When you leave this house, when you walk out of these doors today, when it's time for you to go, tonight, when the big ball in New York City comes down and America enjoys its freedom again and the world is going to start drinking it's bubbly amen they're going to do it and the folks are going to hold together and sing all anxiety Amen. And there's going to be a bunch that's going to leave Times Square in downtown New York City with a whole lot of hell and sin in their heart, only to wake up tomorrow to find no change. But everybody born again will say, God is still in control. God is still God. I got my mind made up. I got my mind made up. I'm going to go to heaven. Are we supposed to have prayer for the sick or what? what is a prayer request? Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to go to God in prayer now. Uh, I know I got this all put together kind of late. But you can probably tell it it's not something I hadn't worked on before. And uh, when I, whenever I write a book, I need to write it before I die, don't I? <laughs> whenever I write it, yeah, it would be easier for me to write it before I die. Uh, whenever I write a book, I think I'm going to take this one sermon on Let's Brag on Jesus, and I think I'm going to put it in my writing. And it's going to have ten chapters in it. And I'm going to charge ten dollars a chapter. Because if you think that my sermon ain't worth ten bucks, you got it wrong. Everybody grin and say amen. Amen. Is it a prayer request card here? Oh, you got Please come if you will. Uh, may I ask uh, 
all of the elders and their spouses in the church service. And listen, if you are a person of prayer, you're not genuinely, you're not excused from praying with us. And and we're going to go to God in prayer. Do you have a bunch of them or just one or two? We have two of these. I may have to put my glasses on uh, to uh, to pray. Yes, for Pastor Michael. And this one is for Jeremy. Uh, oh, yes, the one we had earlier. And does uh, anybody else have a prayer card? Let's have all the preachers, all the preacher spouses, all the elders in the church, and anybody else who'd like to come up here and join us. And uh, let's just come up here and pray together. Ask God. Church staff, thank you all for coming. God bless you, all you on staff. Amen. We've got a wonderful church staff here. Everybody say amen to that. You've anointed these. All right. We're going to join together in prayer. Everybody, just let, let God's blessing be on you. We're going to get some more folks up here. They're still coming. I thank you, God, for that. Amen. Elders and their spouses and you guys, God bless you so good. Is Brother Billy over there, too? Amen. Climb in the middle of it, pal. Amen. Let's all pray together in Jesus' name. Father, we, we ask that you touch these. There are many, many others. Many, many others. And they're all on their way to heaven. And I pray in Jesus' name that your spirit would touch them. That you'd heal their sick, save their lost. Minister and touch their lives in Jesus' name. May the hand of God touch everybody. Lord, put your hand over families during this last kind of hoorah of the old year. And uh, give us all protection and mercy and blessing. And may the Spirit of God flow. May the hand of God flow. And may the Lord minister to us in the power of Jesus' name. Amen.